2: You know, again, it comes back to what we talked about before. Coach Rule always talks about the standard of play, right? The standard of play has to be correct in order to give yourself a chance to win the game. And you look back at the game and the first half, it wasn't to the standard. And then the the good thing about the guys and and the, the sideline and everything about an atmosphere like that was when we needed to the most, you saw the guys come out. I thought that's when they were the most alive and they were back to normal and playing to the standard those those last three four five series ish right in there about where it was like hey we have to stop and we cannot give up points like that and they went out there and played some ball and you saw some guys actually running through guys and throwing guys down and and fighting off the blocks better so you know this week we gotta we gotta make sure we know what to do so we feel comfortable and 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 get them to that mindset to where they can just go attack
0: Welcome back to Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula with Andrew Rogers. We are live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, live on Twitter and YouTube as well. And we are brought to brought to you by our friends at Dingman's Collision Center with four great Omaha area locations. They've been voted best of Omaha first place 18 years in a row, family-owned and operated in Omaha for over 25 years They've got all the latest technologies to work on the whatever make and model that you've got that to bring them over there. And they invest in the community as well with their give back program, giving back to the community with every car repaired. Go check them out at dingmans.com. Andrew, I wanted to get to some of the comments that the Nebraska coaches have made Let's over the last few days. let um, there's been a lot. You heard Tony White there as we were coming back. Um, there's been a lot that the coordinator said yesterday, that Coach Rule said as well um, in his, you know, increasingly lengthy press conferences, yes. that, which I kind of enjoy. Like, because he actually says something. I've, I've got this weird – I know I'm unlike most media members in the sense that I, for the most part, really don't care about press conferences. Because mm-hmm. largely I don't think you get out a lot out of them. Mm-hmm. This coaching staff, I think you actually do, especially from Rule. You get pretty good stuff, and a lot of it's him talking to his team, and a lot of it's him talking to you know, people other than the media, and he kind of just uses it as his mm-hmm. pulpit a little bit to take whatever question you have and form it to whatever right. he wants to talk about. But I do think you actually get decent information out of uh, it. For both wins and losses, yeah. because normally
1: you listen to a press conference after what? After a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to hear what the coaching staff had to say. You want to hear how the players respond, things like that. You get more out of a losing press conference than you do a winning one. But you're absolutely right. I I mean, I look forward on Mondays to hearing 35 minutes of what Coach Rule has to say because he always surprises me. Now, will that be the case, you know, next year, a year year from now? three, right?
0: Who knows? Exactly. Who
1: exactly? Who knows? But I think I'll still find myself listening just because I always feel like I get something out of it. For sure. And that's, that's pretty uncommon in this industry with press conferences. You, usually- 100%, you also get coaches, too, that don't even want to speak that long. Yes, it's like, a challenge. How many coaches do you know that speak for 35 minutes every week? Yeah. Not- there are coaches out there that are like, ah, I'm not standing up here for more than 10 minutes or 15 minutes max. Coach Rule's giving you double
0: time. Yeah, I mean, there's some coaches you could go an entire month of these Monday pressers and barely get to 35 minutes, you know, because what's that, like eight, Mm -hmm. nine minutes a pop? That's about what a lot of these guys give you. I, I appreciate the amount of time he's willing to give the media because it's not just giving time to people in our industry. It's also... I think he views it, and I view it this way. He's giving time to the fans. He's giving time to the people of the state that invest in his program.
1: It's also easier to talk to somebody, like ask a question to Mm -hmm. somebody that's willing to give an answer no matter what Yeah, and will be like, yeah. And you get better questions well, because of it. You'll be a person about it mm-hmm. and, instead of being, like, a Bill Belichick or possibly a Jim Harbaugh who can get a little, like, snarky or Even like uh, make make S- it Sabin gets really snarky. Yeah, yeah, like some of the old uh, Dab- Dabo Sweeney gets snarky. Uh, like, you have guys that. We know Dabo can snarky. <laughs> <laughs> you have guys that, you know, are, are harder to ask questions to, yeah. which is why those press conferences don't last as long, but because you get. Somebody so transparent in Coach Rule and somebody that at least treats uh, treats you well, yeah. no matter if the question is dumb or not. Because like, yeah. there are dumb questions out there. I mean,
0: there. listen, he was. A, I've asked a dumb question, there question before. There was a question at Media Days this year, I think from a Michigan State reporter, that was totally bizarre and off the wall and had nothing He's to... He still th- answered. Uh-huh. And not only did he answer it, he answered it great. I think it was about... Or, no, it was a Wisconsin person because uh-huh. there was a shooting in Wisconsin yep, yep. And last year. Correct. And Nebraska and, and, prayed on the field right. afterward. Mm-hmm. And he obviously had nothing to do with that because he was not Not here. only did he
1: have nothing to do with it, it had nothing to do with, with the season that Nebraska was putting together. And it had
0: nothing to do with Nebraska because the thing didn't happen. It happened right. the week before Nebraska was there. And even in that moment, he found something that he could answer and give – uh, that person kind of a yeah, moment he easily
1: could have just said like
0: yeah just like, not, you know i wasn't here i really can't speak like, to that or, or like what kind of questions that yeah like
1: he could have he could have just come out and just been frank and just said exactly that be like i don't understand
0: what you're like, asking what, what, me like
1: or like how about we stick to this season moving on yeah uh, go ahead
0: sam or hey, whatever hey i wasn't here I, I really don't have a comment like you know am, but am in, i asking, answering your full question even in that moment which is to be fair, and, and nothing against this lady who asked the question, one of the worst questions I've heard in a press conference, just because it was so far from anything that had to do with Coach Rule, right? It just was not super relevant. But it, the way he approaches the media and press conferences is he not only allows for people to have the safety to ask bad questions, but because of that, it, you get way better questions because people aren't afraid to ask him things. Um, but aside from the philosophical part of I wanted to get to some, some Tony White stuff here. I, I thought the most interesting thing Tony White said yesterday was that he regretted his lack of aggressiveness uh, against Michigan State, which I kind of – you know, you see that in the game. You're like, man, I wish they were getting more pressure. I wish they were being – you know, getting – maybe sending some, some plus rushers on some of these pass attempts. Let's get that straight. That's bull crap. And you just <laughs> – And you watch it and you're like, man, I really wish they were getting more pressure on the quarterback and they're just not getting there. And then he calls it out. He's like, "Hey, that's on me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I should have been more aggressive."
1: Yeah, the ownership that this staff takes on the dissatisfaction of what they saw or see, yeah. is it's un- my un- unlike thing any about them, unlike any other.
0: It's my so favorite thing about the staff. The hell out of me. It, it, is, it, it's just
1: the ownership, yeah. right? And and look, you you talk about like not playing aggressive defensively. Like this defense still played well. Yeah, they just didn't play elite. Or really, really good, yeah. like we've seen in weeks before. They didn't get the that big play.
0: They didn't get the turnover. Like,
1: and, and what you you allowed two more chunk plays than you normally do.
0: Yeah, two or three tops. Yeah. Uh,
1: y- yes, they resulted in touchdowns this time, or a couple of them did. Or extending drives, to right? Touchdowns, yeah. But they weren't horrible. No, the defense p- was still the bright spot of of the weekend.
0: The only bright spot of the weekend.
1: There were plays they got beat,
0: but let's not blame them for the defeat. Yeah, you're not going, you know, when we talk about going 1-0 and every snap, you're not going undefeated for a game on defense, right? People are going to get yards. People are going most likely most weeks to score points, right? But I appreciate that. And it wasn't just, hey, I should have been more aggressive. He really went into depth about, like, I need to trust these guys in mm-hmm. order to be more aggressive. And he's, you know, he's like I talked about a couple of weeks ago that we need to play a little bit more, like, loose and free, and I really need to unleash these guys. And he's, he took that upon himself, saying, hey, if I want him to play like that, I have to play call like that. And he, he called himself out, which I don't I, – I didn't hear a question that led directly to that in the sense of, like – Yeah, it's almost like, you know, when you eat, something's eating you up. Yeah. Right? It, it like, you, like, it genuinely... like you lied
1: to your parents and yeah. you're like, I just have to come clean. Like, that's how Coach – Coach White was, like, yeah. feeling in that moment, like, I just have to say what's on my what's on my heart right now yeah. because it's just gonna not going to make me feel better, but it's just going to – It's the right thing it, to do. Yeah, it, it's the right thing to say in the moment. What I really liked from yeah, him – Yeah, I mean, exactly. And not only just that quote, but I liked what he said about takeaways because, you know, I've been asking about takeaways, mm-hmm. how they go from uh, a good defense to an elite defense, and we had mentioned that if they can get more takeaways yeah. or tur- it, something in the place. turnover yeah. department, uh, you know, you could probably get there. And I was really comfortable with his answer. So he had he had mentioned they come in waves, and we we just don't have enough time to really get to the quote and and respond to it. Uh, but we can play it throughout the show. Shane, it's it's white eight if you're in a market. Um, man, live with that, bro.
2: That's playing ball. I ain't I ain't tripping.
1: I, it had me thinking: How often is this defense in position for a takeaway? Like, are they on the field long enough for a takeaway one or two? Are there enough balls that are? thrown that can either turn into interceptions or are there enough plays that uh, you know you can punch the football out and I mean some of that's luck right a a majority of the time like punching a football out uh, for a fumble is whether or not you recover Right. right certainly yeah but look this team is still 16th in total defense they're 13th in sacks So like they're not pressing down the field a lot. And whenever a team's on third and long, what do they tend to do? They're not throwing it. They're trying to just make up some yards so that they don't turn the ball over, say in their own territory. They're 12th in first downs allowed. They're 99th in red zone defense, but the attempts are only 25. So that stat is a little bit skewed. Rushing defense, they're third. Passing efficiency defense, they're 30th. Yeah. To put it in perspective, Georgia is tied for 44th in turnover margin with 11 gained. Nebraska has 10. More Herodot Sports coming up next.